a monster. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Defenders Facebook Live. Uh, before we get started, I want to thank you guys for once again joining this alliance. Um, if you guys don't know about the Facebook group, um, if you guys know any veterans, um, any, anybody in the law enforcement or first responders community who are passionate about uh, fitness, uh, please have them check out Defenders Fitness Alliance on Facebook. With that being said, um, I have a very special guest this evening. I want to welcome EJ Kaku, Air Force veteran, uh, owner of EJ Fitness, and also a CrossFit Level 1 trainer. EJ, uh, first and foremost, thank you for joining me. And uh, please tell us, tell us a little about, about yourself and your service. Man, I really appreciate you being here, man. Thank you for the invite. Um, yeah, my name is EJ Kaku, uh, 10 years, uh, served in the United States Air Force. I was a 2W1. If I got any 2W1 low toes out there, yo, what's up? <laughs> We're still around. Look, there's still life after the Air Force. I promise you guys, man. So, um, what is that? Tell us a little bit. What is the 2W1? What is that? 2W1. So there's a, there's two shred or, um, there's actually two parts of it. Um, the two W1s are the guys that actually have hands-on, uh, you know, we actually uh, load the munitions. So like rockets, bombs, um, even um, if the aircraft has a gun, we have hands-on on the aircraft and uh, we're actually working on the weapon system for the, uh, the, the, the airplanes. And so what we do, we actually take the munitions um, and we load them on the aircraft. Awesome. So, okay. The name Low Toad is, uh, you know, because toads, man, they, they're, they're hopping. Yo, we, <laughs> we look the same. Like when we're on that flight line and we're loading, man, we're hopping. Like we're humping. Like we, we, we're moving out there. We're working. Right. So, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So two W1s, man. What's up? Heck yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so you say you served for 10 years. Um, sound like um, – with your um, with your job, it was a lot of hard work. Um, what did you? What was your biggest takeaway from your time in service in the Air Force? Honestly, man, you know, like, uh, you know, I joined when I was nineteen, and so um, that's still wet behind the ears. You know what I mean? So you know, <laughs> thought right. I knew everything about everything. Um, you know, I'm, a, I'm an island boy, so you know, I come from Hawaii. A lot of a lot of the local boys uh, that come out of Hawaii, you know, we we uh, all we know is is is, uh, is is hard work, man. All we know is persistence, and so um, you, in Hawaii, you got to understand if you've never been to Hawaii, everybody thinks of Hawaii as a as a vacation spot, and that's where you can go and just kind of hang out and relax and stuff. Nobody really thinks about that. Like, yo, there's like people that live there and actually have to like try to make a living, and right. um, you know, it's in, in Hawaii, it's expensive. And so I worked for a little while after I graduated from high school. I had a, had a decent job, but, you know, I quickly realized that I was not going to make it by myself. You know, having a place of my own and <clears throat> especially if I was, you know, wanting to have a family, I, was, I wasn't going to make it by myself, not in Hawaii. And so, you know, my dad, all the, all the males in my family, I can, I'm very proud to say that um, my two grandfathers, you know, they retired, uh, commissioned one of them, Green Beret, um, 
my dad, like I said, my dad, all the males pretty much served. And so I was, you know, my dad was always kind of grooming me. Uh, he wanted, he wanted me to join the army, nothing against the army guys. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah. So he was always like, ever since, you know, I, I, uh, I got into high school I mean, in, in my older, my, my adolescent years, he, he was always trying to, you know, steer me towards JROTC. You know, I thought I was going to be, I thought I was going to be a football player. I thought I was going right. to go to college and play football. Um, and you know, make it make it as an athlete, as a professional athlete. So I didn't really care about, I didn't think anything about the military. So I graduated high school. Like I said, I was working for a little while, and then 2000, um, two, when was it? 2001, uh, when 9/11 happened. Or was it 2002? Yeah, yeah. 2001. <laughs> 2001. <laughs> so uh, 9/11 happened, and um, I, like that, something, something just uh changed something flipped and uh you know and so um i joined right after um but yeah so <laughs> long story short um one of the things that i like you know learned in the air force you got to grow up real quick um the the military is going to it, it matures you real fast so you know I, I i graduated from boot camp got to my first base and i was like yo like i need a place to live you know what I mean? Like I have a family now that I have to take care of, you know, and I got to actually have like a, like a job I got to go to from, you know, seven to, you know, five or whatever in the, in the afternoon, like I have responsibilities now, you know what I mean? It's not like I can just go to work, collect a paycheck and then like chill for the weekend. Like you, you gotta, like, you gotta take care of stuff on your own now. I don't have somebody paying my, my insurance for me, or I got to do all that stuff for myself. And so, Definitely leadership. I feel like the the military teaches you how to be a leader. Um, great leaders learn how to serve. I, I feel like, you know, when you when you're able to have that mindset of like serving other people, um, you know, serving your country, right? Um, serving the guy right next to you. Um, you know, I, I believe that that starts great leadership, and so. Um, that's definitely a good, uh, a, a great takeaway that I got from the military is, is service and leadership. Maturity. Awesome, oh, yeah, you're definitely um, coming in, especially as, at a young age. You think you know a lot. You, you think you know so many things, but then, you know, find out real quick, um, especially in boot camp, <laughs> that, you know, you're, you're in for a rude awakening for, for sure. Um, so... <laughs> You were talking about your uh, family lineage, uh, especially with the males serving. Um, what made you go? Uh, what made you go join the Air Force instead of? Uh, you were talking about the Army before. Uh, yeah, like I almost so I, was, I almost became a Marine. Actually, I oh, think okay. I was. I just wanted to do it this this the, in spite of my dad. But um, <laughs> yeah, so my dad my dad actually served in two branches. My dad served in the Army, came back. He you know came back to Hawaii. Couldn't find any work. And then he he um, went back into the Navy. He re, he reenlisted, but he went back in the Navy. Um, and uh, when you know when I really when I considered uh, joining, I was like, well, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be a lifer. You know, because 20 years seems like a long time. You know, you you, <laughs> you think about it like 20 years. Yeah. Like you know, I'm not going to get out of the Air Force until I'm like 40 years old. You know what I mean? So, um, I. There was there so you know I plan I, there was a plan B 
So yes, I was going to serve my time, do whatever time I was going to do, but then there had to be something else, you know, something else that I could fall back on. And so, um, uh, you know, when, when I did join, um, I just wanted to have like a, like a, something that I could fall, like, like with the Air Force, it was just more opportunity that like, if I, if I learned a trade or something, some type of training that the Air, you know the Air Force gave, I could use it on in the outside world. You know, I could become a civilian and, and do those same things. Mm-hmm. Became a weapons guy. You know, you, there's no you, there's no civilian jobs um, loading weapons on aircraft. You know, unless you're um, you know like a uh, what do you call like a uh, like a QA guy or something like that. But I've never heard of a position like that. So. Um, but you do, as a weapons guy, you do learn some some things like, you know, you learn, um, you know, uh, like wiring. So uh, like ele- electronics, like you learn certain stuff like that. But um, for me, um, as a weapons guy, like I could, it's crazy. I couldn't, I mean, there's nothing that I could really do. So um, what's crazy about that, though, is that while I was in the Air Force, um, that's when I got my passion for training for fitness um because in the maintenance in the maintenance group which i was a which what what i was a part of uh there was a lot of guys that couldn't pass their pt test and so um that's where i found myself like yo like i've always wondered why like how dude you know you're in the you're in the, you know you're in the military right you know you get you know you have to stay in shape right but the, you know the thing is is like you these maintainers, man, they're on the flight line, you know, they're humping, you know, at least 10, 12, sometimes 16 hours. So, you know, the last thing you're thinking about is going to the gym and knocking out a workout. Um, and I, I'm going to be honest, you know, like some guys aren't very disciplined um, when it comes to like their diet, um, right. especially like in the maintenance group. I mean, we, we have food, but it's little Debbie's and, um, I'm sure you guys have heard of this, but they have, uh, they call them, uh, what do they call them? Uh, the Frito Pies. <laughs> sure you so, you know, like, Surprise. yeah, so, you know, like we, um, it's, I, it's, it's definitely a tough, tough lifestyle, but that's where I found, like, you know, at the time I didn't realize that I was going to, that's what I was going to be doing when I got out, but that's where I found my passion. That's where it started. Yeah, Air Force, man, just because they got a lot more jobs, technical jobs, right? which I never, like, went into, which is crazy. Well, I feel, I feel you on the whole, um, uh, you know, the training portion. I'm, a, I'm actually, I'm still in, um, I'm a command fitness leader for my command, and I, kind of, I see that, I see what you're, you're saying with regards to being in the military. You would think everybody would be in shape and everybody, you yeah. know, you know, run first thing in the morning, have no problems, do push-ups, sit-ups. But the reality is, I mean, especially nowadays, that's that's not the case, man. Like, with the new generation, it's just uh, it's a little difficult for <laughs> yeah. them. To, it's a little that's difficult, good. you know, like uh, to get them motivated and actually, you know, do what you're supposed to do. But, Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, man, I appreciate you uh, taking charge and uh, leading your guys and, you know, trying to get them in shape. Uh, let's go into some of the comments here. Richard, um, Richard says, thank you for your service. Hey, Richard, thank you uh, for watching. Hey, Appreciate it, brother. Um, so moving on, uh, EJ, um, 
let's talk about your transition out of the branch. You said you served for 10 years in the Air Force. How was your experience with, uh, with that transition and what led you to what you're doing now? Um, man, it like, so when I, you know, I, I was, it was, it was bittersweet for me, of course, um, you know, for anybody right now that is watching and is considering, you know, uh, you know, getting, getting out of the, the military, um, I, I don't discourage it, you know, matter of fact, um, you know, if you feel like, you know, if you got a plan B, you know, um, then yes, absolutely, like head for it, man, you know, tackle it. Um, but that's just it, you know, have a plan. Don't just, don't just get out and just kind of be like, all right, I hope somebody falls in my lap, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, for me, when I got out, I didn't really have, like, something set in stone. Like I didn't have a job set up or anything. Like at the time, um, I was at Davis Monthan, which is in Tucson, Arizona. And, uh, that's where I got out at. And so my, my family actually went ahead of me. Like I said, my wife, um, she got orders out here to, um, but we were talking a little bit earlier and, um, that's the reason why we're here in, in Barasta is because she got orders to Moody Air Force Base. And so, they had moved uh, her at the time. It was just my two older sons. Um, my third youngest, he was just months old. And so luckily for, you know, my wife, my mother-in-law was with her. And so they, they drove, they made the trek. They made the trek from Tucson, Arizona, all the way to Valdosta, Georgia. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was on the phone with him the whole time. So How long and was that drive? Took him, it took him like three days, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, three days. Of course, you know, like they they would stop every couple hours and just you know get out, stretch their legs and stuff. But um, yeah, three days. I mean, you know, think about it. Traveling with with three little little kids, you know. Um, but yeah, so they came out here and um, you know got she came she got everything set up, got a house and stuff and. I was like, in the meantime, I was just kind of like, you know, going through the out processing, getting, getting all my stuff done, but not even thinking about like what I was going to do. Um, I had an idea, like, I, so my, this was honestly my thought, like I was going to come out here um, because my wife's uncle, so my, yeah, my, her, her, her uncle, my, her, my father-in-law's brother used to work for CSX, which is a really... Um, they basically own all the railroads down here in, in the South, pretty much. Um, and okay. so my my plan was to come out here um, and get a job with my my uncle-in-law, I guess. Uh, but when I came out here, um, that definitely wasn't the plan. That wasn't it. But I just got connected with the right people. And as, that's one thing that I really wanted to throw out to you guys is you know network i mean it's so easy nowadays you know you can you can get on social media and you can put out a facebook post and be like look mm -hmm. listen i need you know if there's any trainers out there or entrepreneurs um i need some advice i need some help like it's, it's that easy um i didn't do that i didn't utilize social social media like that i do now um you know i just got smarter about it but uh I just networked with the right people, um, got into the right gyms basically. And at the time I started with 
uh, CrossFit Valdosta. And so, you know, I got in CrossFit, I got in with CrossFit and um, the head coach there at the time, it was uh, Trevor Marple, basically my mentor, man. And, you know, I learned a lot of stuff from uh, Coach Trevor um, as far as coaching goes and, you know, even how to run a gym, you know, learned a ton of stuff. And that's the thing too, you know, get under a, a person that you can learn from. You know, I always felt like if you're if you're the smartest dude in the room, shoot, something's wrong, man. You gotta you gotta get you gotta Definitely get out get out of that room quick. Get yeah. out of that room quick, cause you ain't gonna grow in that room. Um, and so you know, like I I just I was just under the right tutelage and um, just had the right connections. Um, so you know, I was just blessed that way. But he asked me, so Coach Trevor, you know, he came up to me one day. I wasn't even in that gym for three months, and he. You know, I guess he saw something in me, and he was just like, hey, man, you know, you ever thought about getting your level one in CrossFit? Um, and that just kind of started everything um, as far as, like, my coaching um, and then, you know, kind of what led me into doing my own thing. So, you know, I was I was always aligned that way. I always kind of felt like I didn't, like, want to work under anybody, you know, and I, I guess it just comes down to your personality as well, you know what I mean? And so... My my whole thing is inspiring and motivating and impacting as many people as possible. But I always felt like I couldn't do it if I was always under the roof of somebody else. You know, um, I uh, you know I learned uh, a lot from a, a lot of different coaches, um, and a lot of different trainers. Um, you know, I've, I've uh, went under a lot of different like training programs. Um, mm -hmm. Tommy, if you're watching, bro. <laughs> Tommy Williams. <laughs> Tommy Williams, bro. If you're watching, um, I listen. Believe it or not, like Tommy. Tommy's a man too. I learned. I learned some stuff from Tommy. Um, so you know, it's just it's just that. I mean, like it's relationships, honestly. Right. Um, and you learn that even as an entrepreneur, like you you learn that you learn about relationships huh, and how valuable they are, invaluable. Um, you know, you you don't realize this, but that person that you like, you know, especially if like if you're in a gym or something, um, you know, people are seeing how you grind. People watch you, you know, and and those are those are the people, the ones that are watching you. Those are going to be potentially your clients, going to be your customers, going to be you know. So I made it a point. Um, to start walking around in the gym and start smiling at people because right. I, feel, <laughs> I feel like I was I was too serious, you know, like <laughs> walking around like, you know, yeah, yeah, I own this gym. I'm about to go kill some weights. Like, that's okay. Like, that's okay to, you know, to have that mentality. But, you know, have them have the have the thought process of a business like a, of a as a, a, a entrepreneur, you know, because like I said, um, you just never know who's going to be watching you. And so. That kind of led into my whole transition. Um, just I, I went and got my level one. You know, I, I didn't know what was going to come of it. Uh, right. You know, I'm glad I I'm glad I did. You know, and um, man, tell you what, man. Listen, if you are thinking about becoming a CrossFit trainer as well, those that thousand dollars sounds a lot right now, but man, like the the you know what the what you get back is way 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 worth it man so i highly encourage you man go get that certification go get that personal training certification you know go get it 
Awesome. Awesome. And excellent points that you brought up earlier. Um, we talked about networking and building relationship. Guys, uh, for those of you guys that are watching right now, I mean, that's that's key to anything, right? If you're wanting to build a brand, wanting to build your business, um, you know, building, you know, whatever you want to do, um, whether that be in your personal training or in your gym, it's about your connections, Um it's who you know and who uh, you come in contact with as well. And uh, EJ brought up another great point with, um, with you know, uh, connecting with uh, pe the people maybe inside your gyms. Uh, smiling. Uh, the number one thing is having <laughs> yeah. that rapport. You got to have that rapport and the, you know, the line of communication with, um, with potential clients, man. Because like he said, they're watching even though you think they're not watching. Right. right. And it's right. not all about just like, you know, killing the weights and, you know, being the alpha male or whatever. It's about showing, you know, how, how to, you know, properly do the workouts, uh, techniques and all that stuff. So, right. EJ, man, that's, that's, those are some great points that you brought up there. So uh, let's, let's move on with the next question. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Now you talked about you got your CrossFit level one. Um, now you have your own. Um, is it online business? You know that was the that was the plan. That was the plan. Um, you know I wanted to because that's the trend. So like I noticed a lot of trainers, whether that was personal trainers or even um, you know CrossFit trainers, or even CrossFit trainers are getting into the online thing now. Right. And so I noticed that that was a trend. Um, and I can see why, you know, e-commerce, um, you know, just the web, it's like in general, um, the way that it's going, that's, that's, if you're not, if you're not online coach, you're not an online coach, you're behind. I kind of feel like, you know, that's, that's going to be, um, something that is going to be very, very popular. I mean, it has been, I just don't think that, um, a lot of people will call it online coaching, um, well, let's be honest, man. If you guys, if you guys aren't online, if you if you have no online space, then who who knows you, like, right? Yeah, yeah. No one's no one's gonna know you. So, no, that's yeah. right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. If you don't have social media, like, yo, you're behind. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're talking about um, your business now. So what's um, how what's been the um, I guess the worst moment um, in your business so far? In you know having the online training or building your own brand or business? You said the worst, the worst moment. Right. Uh, you know, for me, um, you know, I mentioned earlier in an interview, I said, uh, you know, my, my plan, my vision was to always just help people. Um, you know, and, it, and at first it started out, it just started out with like physically, like just being like, helping them with their fitness and stuff, with their physical fitness. And then, you know, it, it started slowly turning into the, the emotional side, the mental side, especially, you know, the spiritual, the spiritual side. And so um, EJ Fitness has turned from just being a physical, like physical, like training to everything because I realized that everything your mental state, your emotional state, your spiritual state, like they all tie into your overall well-being. 
So if you're just physically fit, that's awesome. Like, that's cool. Like, I, I admire that. Not everybody has a discipline to do that. But what's even harder is working on the internal. I know this because I do it daily. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to do that homework. It's hard to, to improve yourself inwardly. Um, that's why nobody wants to do it. That's why nobody, you know, takes the time to really just work on their mental, their mentality, their mental way, like their way of thinking, um, you know, even just with the heart, you know, just being better um, on the inside. It's tough. It's a tough thing to do. Um, so for me, I think the, t- the tough part is just seeing people, I hate the word fail, because in my vocabulary, I don't fail, I learn, you know, and right. so that's kind of my mentality. I don't, I don't, I don't, I learn, I learn from my mistakes, you know, and, 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 fail, and for me, failure means that you quit, you stop. Um, and I, I think that what, that's probably the toughest part is that, you know, when I, when I see somebody, I coach somebody and I just, or I just kind of like I mentor young men. Um, and so, um, when I see these young men or I hear stories of them, you know, just they, getting into trouble, they end up in jail. Um, you know, that's probably the hardest part because you, you invest, you know, you emotionally invest yourself um, in these people. And so for me, that's got to be tough. That's got to be the toughest part is just seeing these people just not make it, you know, um, because you, for me, I like for more, more than anything, man, I, I want to see people happy. You know, I want to see people, you know, just be successful, you know. And so um, when that doesn't happen, I kind of feel like I didn't do my part. I kind of feel like, you know, like like I kind of let them down, you know what I mean? So um, definitely the hardest part for, for me. Well, I, I want to commend you, man, for uh, transitioning, not just – you know, helping out with the physical, but the mental and yeah, the, the inside as well. Um, so what's been, you know, talking about the worst, but what's been the best moment so far with, with, with that? Ah, man, the relationships, honestly, um, man, like I just, I'm that kind of person anyway. I just have a heart for people. You know, I just love being around people. My wife, on the other hand, she's like, Look, I can only like take like twenty minutes of this, then I'm like, I'm done. I'm done with people for like the rest of the week. You know what I mean? But me, I like every day. It's what I do every day. I'm around people every day, all day, and I love that stuff. I love being around people and just you know being able to just minister to them and serve them, man. And 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 um, uh, you know, I, I've definitely been blessed that way because um, I realize not everybody has the same, like the same the same mentality, the same drive, you know, as I do. I don't know. It's always, it's just always been something that I've always been like that, that I've always had. I've always been driven. Um, there's multiple reasons why, but you know, I want to bring that to people, you know, and I, and I want people to be, I want people to see what, like what's in themselves too, you know, that they, they're capable of anything that they put their mind to that they can, that they can be, you know, if they focus on it, and they actually, you know, they give 120% to whatever it is that they're doing that they can, they can be, they can succeed, you know. And so um, that's the best part, man, is just being able to like serve these people uh, 
whether it's in the store, you know, at Five Star Nutrition, um, we, man, like, you know, I, I, I see a lot of people every day and I hear of a lot of like personal issues that they're, they're dealing with, you know, it's, it just comes with the job. It's, and I'm grateful for that too, though. You know what I mean? Because I'm just like, Oh, okay, hold on. Let's, let's take a break from supplements for a sec. Like, yo, let's talk about this, man. You know what I mean? Like, and so, you know, just being able to interact with people, I, I feel like, man, that's like the best part to be honest. Right. I mean, as a personal trainer, I mean, you got to have that, um, you know, that connection, <laughs> yeah, that connection right? Like, I, you, know, you can't like, just I'm be like, no, nah, man, I'm not, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. You right. Like, look, I've always, like, I had that, I've always had that thinking too. Like, you can't be a coach to somebody if you don't care right. about them. Like, you, right. it, it's got to be genuine. You know what I mean? Like, it's got to be like, like, listen, like, yo, I, you, 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 you're, you suck at working out. Like, but I'm going to, I'm going to make you better. You know, it's the same thing with, right. same thing with everything else though. You know what I mean? Cause I feel like the most, the most genuine people, I feel like the most beautiful people and I've studied these people. Like I've, I've, you know, I've had the, I had the chance to, you know, get mentored by awesome people, my, my pastors, you know, and, and, and just like, just really great successful people. And like what I learned from these people is that they went through hard times. Like they've had to make, like, not just one time though. Like they've, constantly going through storms like constantly right, right. going through like you know rough patches and so what i learned from them is that like you just have a greater appreciation for everything that's going on and so um you know because you've been through it you know what i mean and like when you hear stories from these other people you're like yo like i've been there before like dude like if i can if there's anything that i can do you know, if, you know, whether that's praying or like, you know, or, or even just, you just sitting, like just being an ear to somebody, you know, just bringing hope to them, like telling them like, yo, it's going to be good, man. You're going to be all right. Like for real. You know, I, I have family members right now that are going through some stuff, you know, and, and like, you know, just being a witness to them, just being like, yo, I've been through the same thing. I know what you're going through, but yo, this is, this is a time to grow. You know what I mean? This is a time to like really learn from these these mistakes and and make yourself better. Make it. I mean, that's the whole point of it. Because you know, great people, successful people, they don't bow down to obstacles, right? They they make the obstacles bow to them, you know. And so, that's the kind of hope, man, that I want to bring to people. That like you know, there's nothing that they cannot do. There's nothing that they cannot get through. Um. So yeah, yeah. Awesome, man. Great message. Um, so next question here is, um, so maybe we have some listeners and definitely in the group who are personal trainers, um, you know, looking to do what you're, you're, you're doing. What's uh, one tip or advice that you can give, um, to those listeners right now? Uh, uh, shoot, man. What, what isn't there? You know what I mean? Um, Get social media. Get on social media. <laughs> now, um, you know, man, honestly, like, I, I have a great team behind me. Um, I, the EJ, this is not a one-man, this is not a one-man thing. You know what I mean? I have a great, uh, great team that helps me out a lot with social media. Um, you know, I had somebody actually do my website and, you know, help me out with my YouTube channel, and, you know, so, 
I guess this goes along with networking. You know, no man is meant to be on an island. You know, as much as I feel like um, I can do things by myself, like I, you know, like you know, and I feel like this is like a this is a this is an alpha male thing. Like I feel like this is a, this is a manly thing, right? Like. Right. Men, mostly men think like, yo, I don't need no help. You know what I mean? I got this. Um, I could do this by myself. Um, that's not the truth. You know, we were designed to work with other people, to team up with people. You know, that's the beautiful thing about it is that like you're gifted in, you know, a lot of ways. Right. Um, just for me, it just so happens, you know, I just I love coaching people and I love training people and I, I love training myself. So, you know, that's one of, that's, that goes hand in hand with being a trainer. I feel like, um, I can't speak for all trainers, but, um, but I suck at computers. Like I, like I seriously, like, you know, <laughs> when it comes to doing like graphic design, like I have no clue. Like, trust me when I got on, you know, YouTube, I, I just started editing my own videos and I just started like, you know, just kind of dabbing, you know, um, you know, trying to get well versed with with that, like with cinema, you know, cinema and 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 doing like videography and stuff. But still, you know, like it, you still need somebody uh, to to kind of like help you through, kind of guide you through. And so for me, you know, I just got smart about that. Like, so that's the one thing that I could give advice to any trainer is that. My mentality is I am not here to compete with you. I'm not going to compete with you. I'm going to dominate my area. Here's the thing. I'm going to dominate, like, where my circle. So wherever, whatever my thing, like, wherever I'm at, I'm going to dominate it. And what I mean by dominate, I don't mean in, like, a, com like a competitive way. What I mean is you're going to see me everywhere. You're going to see me on social media. You're going to see me in the gym. You're going to see me doing promos at your gym. Like, I'm going to be everywhere. I've had so many people tell me, like, EJ, you're everywhere. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm here to I mean, dominate. I'm here to dominate. You have, you have to be now. You have to be. Like, people don't, people don't understand the word grind. Like, people, right. people like to say the word grind because it's cute. Like, not everybody can grind. Like, grind means, like, you don't get no sleep. Grind means, like, you're constantly getting it. People think that grind is, I I'm gonna go to this part time job for about four hours, do my time, get my check, Chill. go home, eat a bowl of cereal. Like that's not grinding, bro. Yeah. Grinding is you like you leave, you get up at four o'clock in the morning, three four o'clock in the morning, you don't come back till eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock at night. And even when you get home, you know, like for me, I, st I got a family, and I like the it never stops for me. So you know, but I'm grateful for it. Um, I, you know, and that's the thing you just, you, you have to, you have to be around people that can help you. You have to be around people that can make you great. Um, cause I learned, I learned the hard way, you know, I was like spinning my wheels, man, you know, just kind of like just grinding, grinding, grinding. Right. But they're not going anywhere. But then I noticed right. that like, you know, you just, first you got to humble yourself. You got to be like, you know, I do need help. And, you know, like, and again with the right people, you know, um, and that's what I did. And shoot, definitely changed my world, man. 
I love the message, man. Um, I think I posted this a couple of days ago on the on the group. Is you know, as much as you think you can, you can't do it all on your own, man. Um, you brought up a right. great point. Um, you you need a team if you want to build something that will last even after you're gone. Absolutely, you know man. We're we're, so, we're, yeah, but, we're here to build a legacy. You right. You're here to build a legacy. You're here to build an empire. And if there's something that you you know you need help with or you have no clue how to do like websites or you know marketing or anything like that, go get the help. Find the right people right. that can help you. Right. And, you know, or or uh, learn 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 on your right. own. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like I, I just feel like people just kind of sell themselves short because they feel like. No, I know I said, like, so here's the thing. You got to be smart, too. Like, you got to, like, you got to know, okay, I'm not good at making videos. I'm not good at editing them. You're not going to put out mediocre stuff. I know I'm not going to. But right. the thing is, is, you know, you got to know when to, like, you know, cut that line or, you know, wh where the line stops and just be like, all right, I'm, I'm going to need help with this. Or, you know what, I'm going to keep working at this because I feel like I can get better. You know, right. and that just that comes with time, obviously. But, um, you know, I I am in the in the in the in the in the set in the retail. I am in I'm, I'm in retail right now. And I feel like sales is a super awesome tool to have. I think it's a great skill to have being in sales because um, you learn so much about, you know, how to interact with people. You learn about. You learn how to be a, like honestly. I'm learning how to be a better listener. <laughs> my, listen, my wife, my wife will be the first one to tell you, like, yeah, you don't listen. <laughs> one ear, one in one ear, out the other. Um, but you well, know, that's like, that's key in um, in sales, right? You gotta listen to your customers, and if they don't like, if they don't like it, hey, doesn't matter what you think. You can be a crappy <laughs> salesman if you, if you don't listen. Right. Um, right. But, you know, genuinely listen. So, you know, I think I was hearing. I wasn't listening. I was hearing people. Well, but, you know, I learned to listen. And so, you know, um, you know, I, I'm just I'm just saying that because you just never know what you're capable of until you're actually thrown into it. And, you know, you you have no choice but to learn it. Now, there are some instances where you, you're going to have to learn. It. I mean, if you're going to go to class, go to school for something, um, you have to learn it, right? You know what I mean? Right. So, um, yeah, I just kind of feel like, man, like just having a, you know, a, a, you know, if, if having a team is not your thing, like I, I, I played team sports growing up, so I don't mind being on a team. But, um, you know, if not having a team is your thing, like having a group around you that you work with all the time, then, you know, just have somebody that you can learn from. You know what I mean? Like just like I was talking about mentorship and being under the tutelage of, of somebody in your field. You know what I mean? Like that's not grinding is one thing, but grinding in the right place. That's another thing. Some people there, they, when they grind, like they, they're like, they're not in their, like in their realm, like where they're supposed to be, because I feel not like getting anywhere. Right. I feel like, you know, you, a lot of it, it's in the identity thing. Like they don't know themselves. Like they don't know their abilities and their skills. And so, you know, like, um, you know, that's a whole nother thing right there. But, yeah, just getting around the right, the right people, man, and just really, like, honestly, like, really listening, really listening. I don't write, but I take notes. You know, I actually, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, like, yeah, hey, yeah. I don't, 
I can't believe I'm doing this right now, but I'm taking notes. So. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, just really, just really, just get around people that are successful in what whatever you want to be successful at. Awesome points, man. Hey, uh, let, I'm going to go into the comments here. Tommy, uh, Tommy saying, train your weakness. Definitely. What's up, bro? <laughs> and uh, hey, he wanted to ask you this question. Uh, tell him, I said, ask him what happened to his hair. <laughs> what <laughs> happened to the hair? <laughs> yeah. Um, listen, so the question was, uh, what happened to my hair, right? And, um, you know, I... <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting I, since I cut it. This was about this was about three weeks ago, and um, yeah, I've been man. I've been getting the, the, that same question like every like almost every day, and I've just made it made it into a joke. And I've been telling people, well, man, my barber messed up, man. It took too much off, so I was like, yeah, just take it <laughs> off. Um, honestly, man, like so for being being real, I'm gonna be 100 percent real. Um, you know, I just, it was just time for a change, you know, and, um, I'm coming into a different season of my life, you know, and, um, man, like great things, great things are happening. And, um, I, I use somebody. So one, one morning I was at the, I was work, I was at work and a woman came in that I know that she, I used to coach her in CrossFit and she came in and she said to me, she said, Hey, you know, how you, you know, we we're just talking a little bit. And she said, "What? So, what's up with the hair? Like, why? You know, why'd you cut your hair off?" And I said to her, "I said, it's it's symbolic of like whenever like so like some people will will actually they'll start to make it like it's almost kind of like it'll define who you are, um, and so like you know I I, I noticed that like it was almost kind of like I was like my hair was what def like defined me like who ej was um now this this can be different for a lot of people you know i'm going i'm going to go into identity now and so most people will identify themselves like for success success for instance they'll identify you know they're they'll sex being successful to them sometimes is money you know how much money mm -hmm. you make um or even how popular you are like how much you know how much of a like following you have um or even you know like just performance base at your work you know like what are you doing at, at you know how how impactful are you at your job you know some people will identify themselves with that you know and so i was sitting with my my pastor well actually two of my pastors one day and uh, he, one of them said, my head pastor said to me, he said, EJ, I don't even think you know who you are. It's <laughs> like, you know what? I don't know about you guys. I'm an MMA fighter. So like, I've been hit pretty hard, like many times. And I don't know if you've ever been sucker punched in the, in the, like right here in the solar plexus, but it felt like I got sucker punched in the solar plex and I couldn't breathe. I was just kind of, I was like, <gasps> Like that's how that's how that like that's how that statement hit me, and I I said to myself so I so this is what I asked myself now you got to ask yourself the right questions to know who you are, and I said to myself who am I like if I was to take away coaching, if I was to take away CrossFit, 
if I was to take away bodybuilding, MMA, if I was to take away the gym, like, who would I be, you know? And uh, that really, like, bothered me. That really, like, hit me really hard. And so I spent a lot of time, you know, really, like, if, if I didn't have these things, like, who would I be? Like, what, you know, what, what would I be doing? Um, and it, came, it became very clear, like, I really didn't know who I was. And so I think for a lot of people, they don't. They don't know who they are. And um, so I think it was symbolic. It was symbolic of me cutting the hair. The hair is just, I think that's hair. So people, I don't know why, but people make it a big deal. Like, like yo, hair grows back. Like, you know that, right? Like, hair can grow back. Yeah. I can grow my dreads back if I wanted to. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but, you know, same goes with, like, same goes with the clothes that you wear. Like, people identify them as, like, I, I got to wear a certain kind of clothes because, like, people are going to think of me different. Or I got to drive a certain kind of car. Or I got to, like, have this this amount of money. Like, all those things don't matter. What I'm getting at is character. Like, who are you inside? You know, and so um, when I can, when you can detach yourself from something like that, especially for something. I had, to, I had my hair for, like, three years, bro. Just in case you didn't know, I had my hair for three years. And, um, you know, when you can detach yourself from something like that that you've you know been like that's been a part of you for so long um i feel like you can you can really do anything so it's kind of for me it's kind of like leaving that part of my life behind you know because i'm stepping into newer things i'm stepping into better things greater things um yeah plus i like the ball look man It's much easier, you know what I mean? Like, it's way cheaper. You know what I mean? I, look, I just shave, shave, shave. I ain't got to go to no barber shops, you know? That's right. like $20 a pop, bro. My hair grows fast. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I'm in there every week, but um, I can wear hats now. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love the message, man. I appreciate that. Um, so, EJ, going to the last portion of the interview here. Um the five fitness facts of EJ. Uh-oh. Are you okay. ready for these yeah. questions? All right, brother. Uh, I think so, man. I think so. <laughs> What's your favorite that. workout? Oh, um, my favorite workout is, oh, shoot. That's, I, I like them all. Honestly, here lately, it's been, it's been walking on the treadmill. Like, no kidding. Put in, put in, the, put in the, um, the treadmill up at 15% and just walking. Right. Just walk on it. All right. No kidding. Yeah. What's your least favorite? Fran. <laughs> For all my CrossFitters, Fran. If you don't know what that is, it's a uh, uh, twenty-one reps, fifteen reps, nine 15, reps of nine reps. thrusters and pull-ups. <laughs> Sucks. Yeah, it's a killer. Um. So next question: If you had to choose one person to train with, who would that be, and why? Oh man. Eric Thomas. Oh. The hip-hop preacher. Motivate the he hell out, out of you. Huh? He doesn't really talk about it a whole lot, but he works out too. But I feel okay. like, man, like, because I feel like whenever I have a workout partner, you got to be you gotta be lit. Like, you can't just be like right, one of right. them dudes like, all right, bro, you're set. No, man, no. <laughs> you know, like, yo, we don't. We gotta have a we gotta have a, a, a good conversation to go along with a right. great workout. You know what I mean? So. Eric Thomas for sure, man. Eric Thomas, okay. 
Uh, recommend a book for our viewers and listeners to read. Shoot. Can I recommend several? Shoot, I'm on I'm on a bunch of them right now, but um <laughs> shoot, I think Richest Man in Babylon. Richest Man in Babylon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's about yes. a it's about a so real quick summary, it's about a guy that like he gives like ten or yeah, like ten percent of like everything he earns. Like he gives it away. And I, I feel like uh like a lot of people could learn that lesson. <laughs> It's more important to give. Right, right. Awesome. Uh, last one. Tell us your favorite quote and why. Oh, wow. Um, Man, I'm just going to bring it back to my dad. My dad, man. Like, he was always spitting these, like, real quick short ones. You know, like these real quick, like, left hooks to the body type type stuff. Like, you're like oh, you didn't, you didn't even expect it. Like, oh, yo, like, yo. Um. But he would always say to me, you can talk the talk, but can you walk the walk? And, um, you know, that it's, it's not very, like, big, like, like extravagant, like, say, extravagantly said. It's nothing, like, like, really witty or anything. But, I mean, I think it applies to everything. Um, you know, cause a lot of people, I feel like, like, especially like nowadays it's easy, especially on social media. Like you can, you can fake who you are. You can be this, this right. person that like, you know, that are, that, that looks like they're doing well. looks like they got a lot of money. looks like they're, you know, they're killing it. Right. Um, but is that for real though? You know, and I feel like, I feel like a lot of people aren't real. You know, you just got to. Um, you know, and I can, I can say this, honestly, like I actually fell into that trap, you know, I fell into like, you know, it started to, it started to become like, man, it like how many, like how many viewers am I getting? Like, is, like, is anybody even watching my videos? You know, like it just, it started to become that, like I cared more about like the statistics than like what I was actually putting out than the actual content, like what it was made for. You know, so I found like you know I found myself not being one hundred percent real, like because I'm trying to like you know make people perceive me in a different way, you know, so I can get those likes, so I can get those views, you know, and and those comments or whatever. And you know, if you do it for the wrong reasons, man, like people are gonna find out, you're gonna get exposed. So I feel like if you're real, if you're one hundred and twenty percent real with people. You know, there's they have no choice but to, to to see the real you. I mean, it's too it's it's hard to be fake, bro. <laughs> it's Just hard work, real, man. It's <laughs> hard work. Yeah, man. Hey, well, well, brother EJ, I appreciate you once again for uh for being part of the uh the interview here. Man, this was fun, man. I appreciate it. Awesome, man. Thank you for being our guest. So, uh, final final question for you is uh, where can our members or viewers where can they be able to reach you at? Um, so, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm on social media. I'm all over social media. Um, Facebook, you better hurry up. Cause I only got like, I think I only got like, like probably like I got a le I got less than a hundred spots. Look, I'm talking like I, like I'm somebody big, but I'm a personal page. <laughs> I'm a, look, listen, I, I, I'm, I, I like, I'm huge on connecting with people. I love connecting with, you know, even if I don't really, if I don't know you, I'm, I'm huge with just connecting. Um, so go ahead and just give me a, you know, a firm request. Uh, it's EJ, so 
just the, the letters EJ Kaku. So K A K U. I'm the only EJ Kaku, I think, like in the entire world. But <laughs> yeah, so you can you can add me on my personal page. Like I said, I got I got less than a hundred spots left. So like yo, know, like do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if not, I just go to my Facebook page. I basically like post the same things on my Facebook page that I do, like my own, like my actual business page. And my business page is EJ. So it's going to be E uh, period J period or dot uh, fitness. Um, so you can just go on that page. Um, you can check out what I'm doing too. I'm on Instagram as well. Um, I'm not going to give my personal one away. That one's just for like my family, but you can go on my business uh, Instagram. It's, it's a uh, underscore EJ underscore fit underscore. Um, and then uh, I do have a Snapchat. I don't get on there. My boys get on Snapchat more than I do. Um, but uh, I'm on YouTube and that's, that's the one social media platform that I'm really trying to build. Um, uh, so it, I have two actually, actually on, on YouTube. Um, one is just EJ Kaku. So E the letters EJ and then Kaku K A K U. And then I have one that's EJ fitness. So E and that's where I post all like my fitness stuff. And, um, even with like just promoting, um, five star nutrition. So yeah, go ahead and I look, look, listen, like, send me the dm send me the personal messages i love them man like i try to i try to answer them when i like whenever i get to them if i'm not like out you know playing with my kids or whatever family time is family time so um whenever i do get to them i you know i try to answer them the best i could or i can and you know so yeah just go ahead and reach out man i i, I love connecting awesome brother so you guys heard that right so ej ej k a KU EJ Kaku yep. and then on Instagram it's underscore EJ underscore fit F I T and make sure you guys check out his uh, YouTube uh, EJ fitness or just EJ Kaku K A K U yeah um so one final question for me EJ um oh, yeah, listen, can I... you can have, hey listen, you can have a bunch <laughs> of final questions I'm good with that man <laughs> so uh one final thing is um what can I do to help you Yo, man, that's an awesome question. I love that. Wow, I never look. I never. Wow, that's the first for me. I, nobody's ever asked me that question. Um, pay it forward, man. You know, like that's the that's the whole reason why we do this. You know, we do this to help each other. You right. know, and um, you know, and that's the reason why I did it. I do it because somebody helped me. You know, and and. Well, I, I shouldn't say somebody. I mean, I had a lot of people that, you know, that rescued me from myself. So, yeah, brother, like if, if you know, if you want to help me, just help people, help other people. Um, and the big word for me is serve, you know, like think of ways where you can just help people, whether that's in your gym, you know, of course, like at your business, you know, go above and beyond like helping people. You know, like, um, I'm always thinking of ways, you know, that I can, I can better serve. Like, you know, it starts in a home for me, you know, so how I can serve my wife better, how I can serve my, my kids better, you know, and then, then it carries on into, 
my, you know, my everyday life, you know, um, at work? How can I serve my customers better? How can I serve my clients better? You know, I'm just constantly thinking of ways like, you know, um, you know, if, even if it means just encouraging somebody, because you just never know what your words can do, man. Like it says, in, you know, I read somewhere it says, uh, you know, the, 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 the words that you say can either kill or can build people, you know, it can bring hope to people. So, um, you know, even if it means just encouraging somebody, like telling them like, hey, man, like if you need anybody to talk to, like I'm right, I, you know, here's my number, you know, or just yeah. message me. You know, and I, I'm and I'm talking to you guys. I'm talking to you guys watching right now. You know, like, you know, if there's anything that I can do, man, like reach out to me. You know, if you need encouragement, if you need somebody to talk to, like I said, whenever I can get to you, I will. But I can't guarantee you from about maybe like nine o'clock at night to about <laughs> three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, man. I don't know if I can answer you because, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, be I'm busy family leaving. Time, yeah, I'm gonna be busy <laughs> leaving. So, um, but yeah, man. Pay it forward, honestly. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it's all about, man. Just, like, helping other people. Awesome, brother. I appreciate the message. And, again, appreciate you for coming on, man. And definitely. Yeah, man. Uh, for, fun. for those of you guys watching, check out EJ and uh, check out his social media, man. EJ, I appreciate it, brother. Hey, man. Thank you, bro. We're going uh, to do this again, right? Oh, we will. Cool. <laughs> Heck yeah. I love it, man. Love speaking with you, bro. Cool, man. Appreciate it, brother. All right. Y'all take, take care, easy, man. Love you guys. Love you guys.